This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, the internet is full of black ass comedy. We get into who's making us laugh, <laughs> Teddy Riley, some of the politics behind your decorative face mask, and music versus gender. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Yo. Yeah. We're here. We're still here. We're still here. We're still doing this. Oh my still goodness. Pretty my goodness. Dope. Pretty fucking dope. Look at us. What you Look at thought? us. Look at it. Look, Look at us. us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have fucking <laughs> thought? How are you? Who would have fucking thought? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm doing better. Now I'm I'm not going to bed still. I don't go to sleep now until 7 a.m. It's gotten later. Or earlier, I don't know. But I had a trash ass sleep last night. Really? What time trash. did you go to sleep? I went to sleep regularly, but I could not stay asleep. Like everything oh. woke me up. I'm generally a hard sleeper and I could mm-hmm. sleep through shit. Mm-hmm. But every little single little thing woke me up. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, I go to bed at seven AM now and the only thing bad about it is that the rest of y'all go to bed earlier. The rest of the world. So that's <laughs> that is a little bit whack. Before it was just like, okay, I was like up like restless and like wanting to be asleep, but not. And now I have like a schedule. So I just like live my life like a regular person until 7 a.m. So the only downside again is that, you know, that's not the schedule of the rest, rest of the, the world. world and people be wanting to, yeah, people be wanting to do calls and set up meetings and shit during like regular hours yes yes and i'm like listen i'm not up until like 2 to 4 p.m man get out of (laughs) here so i'm good i'm good aside from the schedule but that'll get better okay i have been i brought some melatonin nice and it's been helpful like as far as knocking me out last night this wasn't it this was like Mm. well here we are yeah here we are Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We yeah, are two womanist race nerds, nerds talking, talking shit, shit over tea, tea dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ew. All right. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast, you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag Tea with QJ. We love when you use it on all the social meets. You can also use the hashtag pod in, and that is a now listening hashtag that lets other people know you are listening to Tea with Queen and Jay. Yes, this is a spot of tea episode. Less segments, all the fun of our full segmented episodes. Mm-hmm. It's free format and it just allows us to do a show every week as a small team of two. Two. Every week we pour libations at the start of every show for things that are giving us black ass black joy. Queen, what are you pouring libations for this week? I'm pouring libations to good neighbors. I'm all about community care and collective care and shit like that mm-hmm. lately. So, yeah, I want to pour libations to one of my neighbors. I don't know their name because I don't know any of my neighbors' names, but mm-hmm. I don't know anyone's name. So, We're you New know, Yorkers, it's, right? it's just on trend. But, yeah, he knocked on my door yesterday because he was trying to find, he was knocking on everyone's door, but mm-hmm. he saw that someone's car got hit by a random person. Oh, wow. 
And he knew whose car it was, but he didn't know what apartment she lived in. So oh, he was just nice. going to knock on every door to like, hey, just to find this woman. You know, do you know what apartment that woman with the big dog lives in? Because she has a really big dog. Mm-hmm. He's like a, a big, you would think most people would be intimidated, but it's like the biggest, sweetest dog ever. So everyone Aww. knows the dog. And I feel bad because I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, I know the dog, but I don't mm-hmm. know where she lives. <laughs> Is it the neighborhood pit bull? Um, no, it's not even a pit bull, but it's a oh, really okay. big ass fucking dog. Mm-hmm. So it was just like nice to see this person knowing that there's a pandemic. He had on a mask and all of his shit on, mm-hmm. but still kind of like knocking on doors and making yeah, an effort to be like, way. yo, somebody like hit your car just now, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So did you open the door or you talked to him through the door? I thought I was I was waiting for a package. So I was oh, like, got it. first I was like, hey, are you for delivery? And he said, yeah. So I opened the door. Oh, my God. And then he was like, he kind of shook his head. Like, he realized what he answered. Like, he realized right. what he said. And he was like, I'm sorry, right. I'm sorry. I just, you know, but, and then he said whatever. But it was cool. He kept his distance. He wasn't, like, on my door. He was, like, not even standing on my mat, my front mat. He was, oh, like, good. Okay. distance there or whatever. Right. But it was just nice. I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like New York gets a bad rap. From, like, people who don't understand... Well, no, that's not true. I was going to say people who don't understand the way that we do kindness. But, no, we're there is less kindness here. But I feel like... I feel like... We're more neighborly than people assume that we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want to yeah. have casual conversations. I know one neighbor's name here, but I don't wish to know all of my neighbor's <laughs> name. Like, if I just knew that she was, like, my black auntie neighbor, I'd be cool with that and we could be mm-hmm. neighborly still. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like we are more neighborly than people imagine. And also, I feel like... A lot of us live on top of one another or live, you know, in apartment dwellings. And we're just closer, I think, than in some other cities. And so there is an element of neighborliness that has to exist while yeah. also maintaining some level of distance, you know? Yeah. Just, just just think about the amount of people we see in a day. You would like, mm-hmm. you know how much energy you would, for, at least for yes. me, would be drained if I was like, like pouring out polite yes. hellos and how are you yes. all fucking day? Like, nah, I would be empty. Yeah, no, it would be absolutely draining. You wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> right. That was my libation. What nice. is your libation, Jay? I have two libations. My first libation is for teasebyg.com, and mm-hmm. that's at G on Instagram. I ordered a bunch of teas, and I was in here. I had ran out of tea. Teas by G sells CBD tea and other CBD products and other kinds of like relaxing hemp based tea. And uh, yeah, I just needed something to like level me out. And honestly, sometimes it's not even like I, I drink it that often, but like knowing that I have somewhat of like a safety net here like mm-hmm. in case I'm feeling anxious or in case I can't yeah. sleep or in case like there's a tea for every mood. Georgina sent me a package, which I appreciate her even leaving her house to send me anything. She is still sending packages. So if you go to teasbyg.com and you order something, you will get a package. I, I believe yeah. she sends out deliveries once a week. If you are in New York and want to do contactless pickup, she's doing that as well. But please check out teasbyg.com. Because I was in here that week 
or several weeks when I was like freaking out, it was helpful to be looking forward to that package coming and for it to come. And like, I got all kinds of shit in here. So I'm really thankful mm-hmm. for teasebyg.com, yo. So yes, yeah, so libations dope. to Georgina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That tease in the clutch. I had my period, my first pandemic period. Yes. And um, that helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Helped That's a lot. one of my favorite ones. She has a PMS relief tea that like mellows me out. my other libation is for all of the extroverts who are inviting their introverted friends to facetime or zoom chats or whatever fucking conference app you're on if it's house party which i still don't understand how to work but as an introvert even though i am not going to initiate zoom calls like i will i I mean eventually maybe i'll get to the point where i say hey let me initiate this call but like um, that's just not really my lane Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that i don't need to actually see people i think that a lot of us who are introverts in a situation when we are not under quarantine or under lockdown like even though we're introverted we we do still enjoy seeing people i think there's a difference between being introverted and being antisocial i don't know where i heard somebody said that somewhere yeah there is though and i do enjoy seeing people i'm just not the person who's gonna initiate that phone call because i'm Mm -hmm. really content with being in here by myself and i think sometimes i just heard my neighbor fart through the wall anyway sometimes that's not the kind of togetherness you need no that's not that's not (laughs) see now if i knew that neighbor's name it would be annoying if that neighbor was talking to me all the time. That would be annoying, but I just it's so know. Funny it's funny that you can hear your neighbors fart and shit. Oh my god! I feel like I live in the um the honeymooners' apartment. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I feel like um right. There's a difference between being introverted and being antisocial, and I do appreciate contact with others. And because a lot of us who are introverted are so comfortable being. Or content being by ourselves or to ourselves sometimes mm-hmm. we neglect because this is kind of an unprecedented situation where normally by the time we need to see somebody we will probably have seen somebody just by the nature yeah. of how mm-hmm. things work somebody's going to invite you to a birthday something you know you have to go to a meeting or whatever there are all these things in place when you're not in Uh, mandated isolation where you will encounter people you will see friends you will you know communicate with people you will hug someone and I think while we are in quarantine or doing social distancing it is more imperative for us to make active efforts to communicate and connect with one another and I think that for a lot of introverts that's it's not our instinct to do that so like while I want to do an occasional Zoom call with my family, I might not be the person who's going to initiate that call. While I want to catch up with my college friends, I am not probably going to be like, hey, let's do this thing. And and I say I'm probably not going to do that because I've not done that at all in the entire time that I've been home. And it has been friends and different people initiating it that have made me say, okay, this one I can do, or I can do this one, or I do want to see this person and talk to these people. And I have enjoyed all the ones that I've participated in. Mm-hmm. And I just want to support libations for the extroverts and other people taking the initiative to make those connections and make sure that we stay connected. And just to remind people, we all have friends 
who are, you know, either introverted or extroverted or whatever, like, just don't forget about the introverts. We want to fuck with you. We want to talk to you. We want to say hi, but we probably will not initiate that. And I was talking to a few people on Twitter who were kind of, you know, people have been expressing like their loneliness and some of them are not doing Zoom calls and, you know, things like that. And I just want to encourage more of you who are doing that not to forget about your introverted friends you know like we're comfortable to ourselves, but we do actually need human interaction and i know we're all still figuring out how to operate under this new world like none of us know what we're doing really um so yeah just don't forget about the introverts or or the extroverts but just in this particular situation don't forget about the introvert this is normally when we talk about how and why to donate to tea with queen and jay podcast and we know we are dealing with unprecedented times and a lot more of us are dealing with financial strain so if you find yourself in a situation where you cannot financially support tea with queen and jay podcast there are lots of other ways to support us and you can actually just like not you know so queen can you tell people how and why they can donate to tea with queen and j podcast yep i can so why to donate to tea with queen and j is to help sustain this podcast progress this podcast and keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast, podcast. you can go to our website tea with queen and scroll down on our homepage, and there is where we have two options two our first option is our paypal option and that is where we're asking for you to put some dough in a pot however much you want however many times you want there is no commitment there and our second option is our patreon option and that is where we're asking for two dollars a month two dollars you can give more you can give less that is up to you but we are only asking for two dollars a month those are the ways that you could donate that are monetary these are ways that you can donate that won't cost you a dime but might cost you a little time and that is by one subscribing to this podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast just subscribe make it so we pop up in our feed every fucking week that is very helpful rate and review this podcast apple podcast Castbox, wherever you are listening to listen to this podcast give us some stars some hearts say some great things about us that is a very very helpful donation to us as well Tag us in our post so people are asking for a podcast. If you're a writer for a publication, write about how popping this podcast is. Tell a friend about this podcast. If you tell two people about this podcast and one of them listen, you help us out immensely. So do those things as well. Those are ways that will donate to T with Queen and J and, you know, won't cost you no money. That's right. If you would like to sponsor T with Queen and J podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, if you'd like to hear your ad on T with Queen and J, T-mail us at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to conference in and speak at your school or organization about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, womanism, black feminism, black hair, or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast, or if you'd like us to do a live show via conference, via via satellite, that's like... <laughs> that's so 1997. I don't know why that popped in my head, via satellite. We've got tea with Queen and Jay here via satellite. Ah, eh. Ah, the this connection is breaking. Tea with me and Jay. Anyway, 
Um, if you wanna, if you want us to do a live show via Zoom or some other conferencing app, whatever you set up, or if you want us to consult you or your team, send us your email at tea at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us individually, we've included our Amazon wish list links in the show notes. And of course, we know a lot of folks do not fuck with Amazon because they are the axis of evil. Please don't feel pressure to use Amazon if that is not your shit. Also, we ask for those of you who do choose to use Amazon, geez, Louise, tongue twister. We ask that you respect all Amazon labor blackout dates. So a lot of the Amazon workers, they often organize boycotts, blackouts, and things of that nature since they are poorly treated and amazon is the axis of evil so please acknowledge yeah, those dates problematic fave yeah that's right you can always google amazon workers amazon blackout for up-to-date information on like if that's popping off or not on the day that you are looking to order things for you or someone else we have donation libations this week. We got a few new Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much to Lorena, Abby, Clotown Brown. Thank you so much. Oh, that's a cute name. Isn't it? Chai, Lucy, and Addis. Thank you so much for signing up to our Patreon, yo. Yes. We appreciate that shit. And what we've been putting in the Patreon lately for patrons of all levels, you know, our Patreon is a free for all. You all donate to us so that we can do this awesome show. And that is what we do with our Patreon funds. But what we've been putting in there since the lockdown are the occasional Netflix party group watch links so we will pick a movie we will watch that shit together and then we will talk shit in the netflix party app chat yeah and that's a great way to spend time together last week we watched uh soul plane and that was (laughs) the nightmare that i anticipated it to be i I wanted i wanted a nightmare it was terrible i don't mind watching crazy stuff no but it was worse than i remembered because i knew it was gonna be like okay this is a good movie to talk shit about but then it was like whoa yeah it was all of this problematic shit but i did Mm -hmm. but not to that extent because you know i was a different person when i watched it before right right i had never seen it for those reasons but I thought I didn't know all the things that were in there. And I thought I was like, all right, well, this is like, at least give me enough material to talk shit about. But it was so bad. Like, I don't mind a, <laughs> a bad movie that's like, oh, this is bad, like fun bad. This is bad. And I have mad shit to say because of how bad it is. But it was so like open mouth bad. I was like, I can't. It's nothing even. I don't have it's nothing for me to work with here. There's nothing to work with. So no material. None. No material. So if you were thinking about watching something ridiculous, skip that one. You know, just just <laughs> skip it. We'll have another movie that we're gonna watch soon, and we promise it'll be better because there's nowhere to go from but up from that. Yeah, basically. basically. That was something else. Basically. That was something else. We also got some PayPal donations. Thank you all who hit us up on the PayPal. Kayla or Kayla. I think it's just Kayla. I, I just yeah. basically said yeah, Kayla you're twice. Just, you're just, you're just, <laughs> that's, that's what happened. I'm, I'm, I'm being extra, okay? I'm being extra. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kayla says, snack money. It's not much, but wanted to send y'all more than the $2 a month. Thank you for all you do. Stay safe and healthy. Thank you so much, Kayla and Kayla. Thank you so much. If if Kayla is Hawaiian, it could be Kayla, you know? Yeah, that's true. That is could true. Be. The homie Tawana, a.k.a. Tawiwi, says... 
a boost. Thank you so much for your boost to Wee Wee. We appreciate you. And we again apologize to you and the homie Martina um, because you all were in that Netflix party. That soul plane. They enjoyed Netflix party. They did because they appreciate and enjoy us. And we appreciate and enjoy them. So that was cool. Tawana specifically said this was fun. So I remember. Oh, good. I missed it because I was trying to. It was it started playing the next thing and I was trying to pause it and I ended up closing out the whole thing. So I didn't get to I didn't get the healing energy circle of we all experienced this horrible thing together. We had fun in these ways. Da, da, da. Like I, did, I needed, I needed that like roundup, that closeout. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the closeout was pretty good. Was pretty okay, good. good. That makes me feel good. That makes me feel good. Um, my cousin Julicia, get it, Janicia, Julicia. Anyway, my cousin <laughs> Julicia broke us off in the PayPal, and Julicia says, "Hey, I wanted to send libations to my friend Takia. She is a registered nurse from South Florida that volunteered to go to New York for COVID-19 relief. Takia tells me she has to be up every morning at 5.45 a.m. to be called for an assignment. She has a cousin that is an MTA worker. They have lost many co-workers due to the virus, 600. I told her about Tea with Queen and Jay, a dope podcast that she can listen to to keep her occupied while she waits for an assignment. And then she hits us with our RBG emojis. Thank you so much, Julicia. Mm-hmm. We appreciate this. And we pour. And a listener. That's yes, popular. I like Thank it. You. And libations to Takia. We hope that you are holding up and hanging in there and mm-hmm. staying healthy and safe as you are there on the front yeah, line. Mentally and physically, because it's a lot. That's right. Witnessing it's all of lot. that. And to all the essential workers, libations, whether you are delivering food, delivering non-essential shit, if you are in the medical field and you're in the hospitals uh, working on the front lines, if you are driving the EMT trucks and fire trucks that we hear going up and down, um, libations to all of y'all. Word. We appreciate you. Grocery store reason, workers, uh, everybody. Yeah, grocery store workers, seriously, like dead ass. Mm-hmm. Every time mm-hmm. someone says non-essential products, I hear dildos. <laughs> dildos are not uh, essential items. Books for kids, yes, but dildos? No. <laughs> dildos? Well, dildos, dildos, and then all of the shit that we're ordering to like make us feel, feel comfortable better. while we're like yeah bought, feel better like while we're here um, right i actually ordered a, a vibrator yesterday oh good for you yeah i was like i don't have to buy a metro card this month so i'm gonna buy this all right savings look at the savings <laughs> so libations libations to all of y'all yeah doing, libations um, doing yeah. that work so wanna get into the show girl yes let's get into the motherfucking show Okay, so Jay, what kind of tea are you drinking? I am drinking jasmine green tea this week. What are you drinking? I'm drinking some black tea. Since my sleep is trash, I figured I'd add a little caffeine into my life. So that's what I'm doing over her. And what are your pronouns? She, her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. I'm affirming that I am enough. I also affirm that I'll be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. I affirm that I 
am well rested. rested. My hair and fashions are popping. My body and mind are healthy, and that I will forever and always stunt on these hoes. Like I will. That's just like that just has to happen. I also affirm that I will find a healthy sex buddy that will add to my sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I also affirm that 2020 will still be fruitful. It is still going to be a fruitful year, not just for me, but for everyone else, okay? It's it's still going to be a fruitful year, right? Mm -hmm. What are you affirming for yourself, Jay? Um, I like those affirmations. I affirm a life full of abundance, health, wealth, and financial stability. I affirm sensuality and baddiness. I affirm that I am not a lady. I am enough. My apartment is paid for. My rent is paid. I am productive. I'm self-employed. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I affirm an earlier sleep schedule. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I just kind of want to be on the same schedule as like everybody else who gets up like at a morning time. or Like even not, a, not a nocturnal creature. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind it, but I want to do hood rat shit with my friends. So I kind of want us to be on similar schedules, you know? That would be cute. Yep, I feel you. I affirm a brand new MacBook Pro with all the shits. I affirm that me and my loved ones are healthy. I affirm a new studio and workspace where we can record and work and be comfortable at our convenience post Rona. Mm -hmm. And I affirm an active, positive mind. So we were talking and you brought up something that I had considered, but not really in the way that you were talking about it. A lot of Mm -hmm. us now, um, depending on what state you're in, if you have a governor who doesn't want all of you to die. Yeah. Who's not using natural selection as a tool of racism. There we go. It's been suggested that... We wear masks, that folks wear masks when they leave the house to at least at minimum protect yourself from getting someone else sick, right? So your mask, the type of mask that you have might not keep you from getting sick, but if everybody has one on, maybe it'll keep you from spitting a droplet of laugh or you spit talkers from spitting on someone. No shade to the spit talkers, but like that's a thing. I feel like Jay blames all of the spit talkers. (laughs) I what? I feel like you blame all the spit talkers. Anytime we talk about this and how the fluids and the droplets of a carry or whatever, you're like, spit talkers. I'm just saying it's rarely discussed. Like, we all know several <laughs> spit talkers and yeah, nobody is bringing this up. Everybody's talking about, like, sneezing and all these, like, random acts of God. But, like... <laughs> We talk to each other and people spit. Even non-spit talkers, you got the occasional spit going on if you get excited. So, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. everybody cover your mouth, yo. Cover your face. (laughs) Put on a mask. Stop it. Stop it. To be honest, kids spit talk the most. Oh, the kids. Anyway, so... So with all of that, um, folks have been making decorative face masks. Uh, A lot of folks have been sewing and donating masks or selling masks and things like that. There are a lot of different types of masks. My sister, who's been on the podcast before, has stage four cancer. And so she, before Rona, she's somebody with a compromised immune system who would typically wear a mask when a lot of other people were not wearing a mask. It's not uncommon in New York to see Asian folks on the train in a mask. Yeah, with a mask, yeah. Yeah, with masks on. That that if you're a New Yorker, that was 
like not a, an unusual thing, but you know, most other people weren't necessarily doing it. I think that for a lot of people, uh, those may be instances where we think of face coverings. Yeah. So we were talking and you actually mentioned that the decorative face masks um, were kind of giving you the heebie-jeebies. Yes, yes. Big heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. For a couple of reasons. Well, not, well, yeah, a couple of reasons. One of the reasons is that the fashionable face masks, they mm-hmm. just make all of this way too permanent, way too, like, normal, and mm-hmm. I'm not ready for that. And I don't think I'm ever going to be ready for that. So every time I see one, I do understand why people have on a mask. And I do understand everyone is at different processes of how they're dealing with this and like whatever. And maybe it's mm-hmm. just like this is all I have available because like the surgical mask and the, the um what is it, the N95 mask. Like a lot of those are hard to find. So mm-hmm. all I have is this cloth and I'm going to make this or whatever. So I get all of that shit. It just makes me so uncomfortable to see them because it's like, you're like matching that with your outfit or like you're like doing these things to that's going to make it like a or in my mind means it's going to be an everyday accessory. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that shit. That shit just makes me like, ooh, like in my body, like, oh, no, this is not right. the, what life is going to be, you know? Um, I hear. Yeah. No, I definitely hear that. I think that for a lot of people and you'll get more into that, but I think for a lot of people before rona like folks with compromised immune systems and a few other people like they they are an everyday accessory they yes. are a part of mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean so i i understand what you're talking about in terms of the discomfort for you and and it being a norm for like so many of us but i think to one of the points that you're going to make for a lot of people like that it's already kind of been a norm and like yeah. a lot of people are just now learning okay how do i how do I live with this thing? And for some people, how do I not make it scary for my kids? You know? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I just I don't know. know. Everyone has their different processes. For right. Me, it's just like it's just seeing it everywhere means something mm-hmm. else, especially because right. I have a medical history. You know, like just like medical and study, not like personal or whatever. So but just right. physically represent something else for me as far as like the actual mask like all the creation mm-hmm. of the mask um but then there's another way that makes me feel uncomfortable and i haven't seen this in person but i have seen it on social media where people are wearing head wraps which is totally fine but then they're now because we are i guess evolving and the world has changed and i want to acknowledge that the world has changed i totally get that but we're now Figuring out ways to wear head wraps and then also wrap our faces in ways that would like substitute a face mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to give an example, I follow the Rap Life on Instagram, cute Instagram page or whatever, and they shared a tutorial of a woman who did her head wrap, but then she also added a way to have your head wrap and then also wrap your face and it look cute and fashionable, you know, whatever mm-hmm. like that. I actually came across it because my friend shared it with me and I guess once I'm like, oh, this is cute or like this is innovative or whatever like that. And I responded to my friend and I'm like, I'm kind of unmoved by this. Like this is mm-hmm. like an everyday, not an everyday because not all Muslim women cover their faces, but this is kind of like 
not an uncommon thing to me in a cultural sense. And so I'm like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So when I go to the page, I start reading the comments. Everyone was like, oh my God, this is so smart. This is so new. This is amazing. I, you know, just mm-hmm. like all of these things as if we haven't seen these kinds of things in existence. And I'm not saying that they're just completely like not acknowledging it, but just seeing people respond to this in a way that was just like, yes, you have found the way for us to like do this just rubbed me the wrong way. So I commented, mm-hmm. uh, I said something like, oh, so the way Muslim women have been living for like eons? Like that's all I put was that one sentence. Mm-hmm. And of course, lots of people just like, just tried to just come at me. Oh, you're just trying to be negative. People can't do this. This is a snap, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, look, I just want to acknowledge the fact that there are women who have existed in this way and have been around ridiculed for this way, around mm-hmm. the world, have been ridiculed for this way, have been oppressed for this way. There are places in the world where people, it's against the law for them to do mm-hmm. something that is of their religious right, you know? So I can't just sit here and be like, yes, girl, yes to this i can't do that that wasn't the first time i saw that on my instagram feed but that was the first time like i said something out loud because it was just like nah like y'all need to kind of chill like no Mm -hmm. did did muslim folks create people covering their faces of course not but like let's listen to muslim women where we are talking about how like this is not some new innovative thing or something to like use as a way to kind of as kind of an erasure of, like, an existence that has happened. Also, like, to extend it to what you just said earlier, Jay, that there are people who have had to cover their faces for other reasons outside of religious spaces, and mm-hmm. we're not really, like, acknowledging that that, is, that has been the norm yeah. for folks, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, that just really, really made me, like, think about things especially I guess me being I think another reason why I had to say something is because I'm a Muslim person who one isn't hugely religious and two I don't cover my head I don't cover my face you know I don't do any of that so I kind of have this privilege especially in the United States to kind of move around in the world in ways that are a little more safer than other Muslim women so I'm gonna say some shit I'm not gonna just like mm-hmm. see it and scroll like I have that privilege so I'm going to use that shit. So it was, this was just, I don't know. It just really just made me feel on, I don't know, like uncomfortable, really, really right. uncomfortable. And then to have people respond to me in ways that was like, you just being negative or you don't even know if she's Muslim. Some one person went through my whole page and was like, you never even cover your head. I'm like, bitch, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. what does that mean? You don't walk around with your Bible 24 seven. I'm not questioning your shit. You know, like just mm-hmm. like relax calm the islamophobia down calm down calm mm-hmm. down it's just it's just just weird so i just want people to acknowledge um the ways we're moving throughout the world and how something that may be a sudden change for you like for me the fashionable mass are a sudden change in me that make me uncomfortable but i do mm-hmm. understand that there actually is a need for fashionable mass especially like when you brought up Children, how do you make this easier for children to deal with? Or there are people who have had to wear masks before all of this shit. Right. Maybe, you know, fashionable masks should be normalized so that those people could navigate the world and not feel like people are looking at them because of whatever, you know? But yeah. yeah no, I remember, yeah, I remember my sister saying, oh, I want to get a cute mask. Like she, I, I've seen her in a bunch of different masks, but I remember mm-hmm. just talking randomly one day. She's like, oh yeah, before all this happened. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. order one of those like cute masks or whatever. Yeah. 
What did you respond to people who said that you didn't know, you don't know if she's Muslim or not? I didn't respond to that because I don't generally respond to, that's just too ignorant. Like, you're just too, there's certain conversations when I realize you're not really responding to what I said. You're just responding to your ignorance or you're just responding to your privilege or you're just responding to you know like so i didn't engage that i engaged people who tried to like basically say that this exists all around the like these are there's different spaces where this exists and not just islam and i'm like that's great i'm talking about muslims <laughs> like right. it is okay for you to listen to a muslim woman and just listen to how she feels that's great mm-hmm. that they do that in that place of the world i am talking about muslims so i, I mostly right. engage with those folks but the mm-hmm. people who was like uh-uh but how you even that's how I imagine it. I don't know why I imagine it right. in that way. I do know why, because anti-blackness. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> like, I can call yeah, myself honestly, out. honestly, sometimes that's how we say it, though. That yeah, is, that I can call is, myself out. So, yeah. So, for the, that, I'm like, I'm not engaging that. Because they're right. like... But mm. also, I think for people who, who are um, outside of whatever community is being discussed, right? Because I think there's certain things... As a black person, as a as a femme person, as whatever your intersections are, there's certain things that we identify in one another. And so yeah. I think that to an outsider, maybe it is like, oh, well, you don't even know if she's Muslim or not. But I think as a Muslim woman or perhaps to someone who is thinking and could like, you know, think of their own intersections, you know when somebody is like on your same shit you know what i'm saying and i think that yeah. just as an as an observer to this if she were a muslim woman doing that tutorial i think that a muslim woman would have mentioned being a muslim woman you know yeah, what i'm saying she, and that this would've. is not really an act of appropriating something for this particular situation mm-hmm. exactly exactly and i did mention in the post what did i say what did i say Oh, I wrote it down, actually. Look at me writing notes and shit. Yeah, so I wrote something in a post basically saying that, like, you know, something that has been deemed oppressive or has been used as a tool of Islamophobia in those ways. And then now you find, like, you, specifically you, now you find a way for it Mm -hmm. to be useful. Now it's something you can use. Now it's something you need. Now it's something you can capitalize off of. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, yes look at this you know and it's just like mm-hmm. nah like that's that's you know just just ridiculous or whatever but i did yeah. get a lot of love from like other muslims in the post which is dope um happy that i said and mostly like hujabi girls who were like thanks mm-hmm. for saying this thanks for saying this you know blah 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 because who knows how people would have treated them had they said it right you know what i mean so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know just be mindful how you navigate the world and how you treat people and people can say how they feel and it doesn't mean that they're being negative or being like anti blah 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 it's like nah let's just remember that you know culturally this is something for someone you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. thank you for sharing that yo i'm sorry you dealt with that on the internets but you know you've used the internet before you know what goes on yes yeah (laughs) they out there they out there So on the other side of the internet, the internet that I be on, (laughs) where I be joking and up all night watching TikToks, I have been indulging in comedy and comedians Mm -hmm. on Instagram and elsewhere. And that's not new for me, but I actually 
have more time to do that now. So <laughs> that's what I be doing in here. But I was listening to the black guy who tips and he had Janelle James on the podcast again. Janelle James is a comedian. She's mm-hmm. actually on Black Monday. I know you watch that. I don't know if anybody yeah, else do. is watching Black Monday, but it is hilarious. And it is she's on funny. this season. Yeah, she's on this season of Black Monday, which I want to say, I think this season is better than last season, but it, I'm it learning that it's because it's black girls in the writer's room. Okay, see, this makes yeah. sense. And this makes a whole, I'm replaying scenes in my head and I'm like, yes, this like, makes sense. Is this, a black woman wrote this or contributed to this. Like this is, that's okay. what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, this season is better. Right, so Janelle John Cheeto's hair only. is not. His hair is not. Oh, I love it. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But yeah, so Black Monday comes on Showtime. Janelle James is in the season, but she's also in the writer's room this season. Dope. And so when she was on The Black Guy Who Tips, she mentioned that one of the ways that she is still receiving income during this lockdown, because a lot of comedians, well, most comedians, no no comedian is traveling and performing yeah. or doing stand-up right now. A lot of folks are doing like zoom parties and Mm -hmm. zoom performances others are not doing that shit but she said that one of the ways that she is still generating income is from streams from her stand-up album on spotify oh so yeah so i usually watch comedy like visually so i'll watch a special on hbo or netflix or something like that so i know most comedians have an album somewhere but i never think to like oh let me go listen to such and such album but i'm in here i'm really i'm not watching i'm not streaming as much i think as a lot of people because i listen to so many podcasts and i'm Mm -hmm. in here by myself so i don't have to worry about you know what other people are whether they want to hear what i'm playing or not yeah so i was like oh so i could like listen to this comedy album while i do other things this is perfect (laughs) so i listened to janelle james comedy specialist on spotify it's called black and mild i listened to that i thought that was funny then i was like wait a minute if she has one other people must have albums. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot. Yeah, so I listened to Sam J is another black comedian. She has an album on Spotify. It's called Donna's Daughter. So I checked that mm-hmm. out. That's all I've listened to on Spotify so far. But I would suggest if you have a comedian that you like, see if they have a comedy album on Spotify or on one of the other platforms where you listen to shit. And I think that that is a great way to support comedians that are unable to travel and, you know, make their money doing stand up and shit like that. So that's Janelle James. Her comedy special is Black and Mild. And Sam J's comedy special is called Donna's Daughter. And both of those are on Spotify right now. Then on the Instagram front where I be playing games and play playing. (laughs) And Janelle James and Sam J, they are also on Instagram. But I feel like. They're not Instagram comedians. Yeah, they're not creating content for Right, Instagram. right, right. So Tony Baker is a comedian who does stand up, but he also generates a lot of online content. And so I kind of live on his Instagram. He's always you doing really a voice. Do. Oh, I love it. You do. How do you know? Because you always send me his cat shit. They be good. Oh, right. Oh. They be good, though. They be Skippity good. Skippity so pats. I'll be, I be yes. receiving it. So he does a lot of voiceovers of animal videos and he'll do a voiceover and it's always fucking funny. And he, I think he just has a good point of view. You know, some people like 
some comedians like you just fuck with their voice it's the same as as i think podcasters or anyone who you're like okay this is a point of view that i fuck with so like almost anything that they have a take on even if you don't agree you know that their point of view is like either interesting or something that you can fuck with on some level so for me i think tony baker is one of those people so he's on instagram at tony baker comedy and then on the other side of the internet is leslie jordan who is a white actor comedian, I think most known to a lot of people from being on Will and Grace. He is the shorter gay oh, actor yes. who's on there. Right. So that's oh where a lot of people God. know him from. Yeah. Yes. He's also on um American Horror Stories, but you don't watch Oh that. right. I don't watch that. Yeah. But he is yeah. on that and he does mm-hmm. yeah, he works with Ryan Murphy a lot. So he is creating daily uh he calls us hunker downers. He's creating <laughs> daily content for all of us hunker downers who are at home he's from the south he is back home right now i think he lives in la he's back home in nashville close to his family yeah and he just does daily videos on us being at home and quarantined and he tells stories and they're really good they're good they're good he's entertaining i was i shared something in one of my stories and somebody was like oh he sounds like he says the n-word and I will say that um, that video hasn't come out yet. So maybe he does. <laughs> <laughs> I think, though, but, but we have this impression of white people from the South. And he has an accent, you know, like right. a white Southerner or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it, you're just always going to assume that they have said nigger, even if they've never said it, just based on the accent. You're just kind of just waiting Facts. for it. You're Facts. just kind of just looking for it. Because we think racism, we it, even though we, we know think, it doesn't, yeah, we but think in the our South mind, has we think a monopoly it's just on that. racism. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think the way that I that I move is I just assume that they've all said it. So I don't care if you have a New oh, York accent. Too. Yeah. I do like too. whatever your accent is, as a white person, I could hear you saying nigger. So like yeah. Boston. Maine, Westchester, the Bronx, yeah, wherever. You know, Pennsylvania is the Florida or the North. You know? Of course, of course. So that's how I move. But mm-hmm. I will say, as of right now, there's no evidence that he hasn't canceled himself yet. That's what I'm hoping. I hope he doesn't cancel himself. So right now, right now, we're still watching at the Leslie Jordan on Instagram. He's an entertaining <laughs> oh, good time. God. I check his stories every day. Daddy, watch me twirl. That's my shit. They made a meme out of that. Daddy, daddy, watch me twirl. Daddy, watch That's a good one. Yeah, people yeah. have been turning his shit into gifs and memes and stuff like that. So I have found joy and delight in his page. So definitely check that shit out. So that's what I've been doing on my side of the internet. Yeah, I visit your stuff. side of the internet. It's cute over there. It's cute. It is cute. I do not be on there engaging too much right now. Yeah, I usually don't. But I was like, this? Nah. nah. Yeah, no. Something had to be said. <laughs> I totally feel you. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right. Money, money, money. <laughs> money. <laughs> money. <laughs> do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black women year. your money. Yes, give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. week. 
Sometimes twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeamWithQueenAndJay.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two. Two. You become a patron. Or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time all right speaking of instagram and different sides of the internet the church elders have discovered zoom and have been using facebook live Okay. Oh, well, would you look at that? And I have been, I was invited by several church aunties, some of them relatives, some <laughs> my black auntie neighbor, one my mother, to mm. church services this past weekend. Now, I shunned them as I do in real life, but I'm annoyed that mm-hmm. I have to start the shunning all over again. So, I've, people already <laughs> Why know. Why would they think you would go now? I don't know. I guess I'm supposed to be so afraid that... I'm driven to participate in Zoom service. And that's not how any of this works. I wasn't playing. I'm not going. Not going in real life. I'm not going in Zoom life. I'm not going with a cat. I'm not going with a bat. I'm not going with a dog. I'm not going going with the house. Not going with the mouse. Thank you. I mean, I'm glad that the elders are learning how to use the technology and stay engaged and stay connected. I just want to stay out of it. You know, I just don't, I don't want to be involved in that side of connecting with them. That's all that I'm saying. That's all that I'm saying. But good for them. They're using the computer. They're on that Nintendo. (laughs) But speaking of the elders, Mm -hmm. a lot of us were excited about musical geniuses, Teddy Riley and Babyface. Mm -hmm. They were doing a versus battle on instagram so it was teddy riley and all of his cuts and everything he's produced versus babyface and all of his cuts and everything he's produced and it was i think probably the the i want to say it was the largest attended verses to take place on instagram it was uh, yeah, it was yeah, about four hundred thousand people in that live yeah, at one time because that one i think was the most like intergenerational you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a lot of us yeah. were there. Yeah. So we were up in there. We were excited. Mm-hmm. I like usually tap in for a minute to those or I'll just come. I'll be like, oh, I'll look at some of it tomorrow. But I was like, no, I want to be here for this. I want to look yes. at this. I want to hear yep. the new Jack swing. These people, they have years of cuts and they got all different type of cuts. And I want to yeah, be the, here All the nostalgia it. and both of them. Like, come on. I want to be you know? here. I want to be here for it, yo. So we yeah. got in there. We were excited about it. I told the aunties on Facebook, like, yo, this thing is happening on Instagram. Have one of your kids log you in to Instagram. Like, we all yep. 
you all got to participate in this. And um, we get there. I personally was excited. Teddy Riley had his keyboard set up. He had a towel around his neck. I was like, he had a microphone. I was like, he, this guy, he came here to do a show. And I'm ready for whatever this show is about to be. Okay. It did look like it was too many people in that room with him. But I was like, you know what? That's between him. That's between him and these people that he paid to get coronavirus. That's between them. I'm here for the show. I hope they got hazard pay. I hope they got hazard pay too, yo. Because that was... That was a lot. I was like, what? ABM. That was the first thing I noticed. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is more... I don't know what state he was in, but I'm like, in New York, that is illegal. Yeah. More than yeah. 10 people in it. I don't know where they were at. But he was excited. I was excited. Babyface showed up. He was practicing social distancing. He was in a place by himself. And I was ready. And we were all ready. We were ready. But I don't think they were ready. Yeah. <laughs> so unless you live under a rock, you know that there was like lots of sound issues and stuff like that. Which I was hoping, because you're saying when you saw Taliradi and you all the, saw all the stuff, I had a different reaction. So I was like, has he seen all the verses? Like, that's not really what this is. Mm-hmm. I hope those are props. <laughs> I hope that is just for the ambiance mm-hmm. of the thing, because that might sound... Like, the sound has not been perfect on verses, period. Right. But I think that's a part of the appeal. Like, we just sit in a house doing regular shit. Mm-hmm. Here are these famous people just in their house doing regular shit that we would probably be doing in the house. Mm-hmm. So I think that was, like, to me, a part of the appeal. Like, they just... Except for Luda John. He looked like he was in the club. I don't know what the fuck that was about. I but assume his just... house just looks like the club. They both <laughs> look like they was in the club. Little John and... Uh... T-Pain? Now, he looked like he was in his yeah. studio, but he has, like, lights. Like, he yeah, has pink lights or some They both look like they were in the places where they play that kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> a club, a regular club, a strip club. They... It fit. Oh, guys. Yeah, so for me, I kind of like the kind of like, yo, we just in here kicking it type of feel of it. Mm -hmm. Um, That was part of the draw for it for me, like kind of seeing people doing regular shit. I feel like people have said that, but also people have said that like that some of these are boring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like yes, so when agree. I saw when I saw him with all that stuff, I was like, okay, so he's doing something different. He's doing a show. This is not like what we've been seeing. I don't know Teddy Riley except that he might be a 5G truther, and I'm not into that. So mm-hmm. some of these people, if they don't have a personality for talking, if they don't have, you know, it could get it could get dry unless you are like a high key music nerd. And not all of us in quarantine, we enjoy music, but not all of us are music nerds. So I was yeah. thinking this is good for what they do for like this kind of new Jack swing, this, this eighties, nineties shit that's about to pop off. I'm like, okay, this could be good. And we're looking at musicians. So I'm not, I'm thinking the sound is going to be the least of our issues here. Cause you got all these technical people in the room. I felt sound like, is not going to be an issue. Oh, it made me think it would be an issue because mm-hmm. like, we're still listening to it through a phone. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, right, you could do right. all this shit in the world, and we're still listening to a phone. So, like, for me, it was just like, mm, I don't know. But I was also hopeful and was like, you know, I'll just see what happens. Like, amazing mm-hmm. things can happen. I can be wrong. I don't know. I'm not in the music business. I don't fucking know this shit. Mm-hmm. At first, I was kind of, like, laughing because, like, they couldn't figure out how to, like, get each other in a room and shit like that. So, I was like, oh, that's so cute and funny. Stressed. So, stuff like that I enjoyed or whatever. Did you like the jokes that came after out of it? So, 
as an empath and I, I didn't know if it, what it was that was like making it so uncomfortable for me but I, I do think it's that I'm an empath but like it made me uncomfortable because Teddy Riley was so obviously excited like I didn't see it like yes he was doing a lot but I didn't see it like you know how some people do a lot and it's like they're doing it because of like vanity it seemed like to me he wanted to put on a show and he was excited about doing this thing. I haven't seen, I don't, I mean, I'm sure, you know, a lot of the older heads tour and do Essence Fest and other like tours around the country and like they're good. Like people see them, people come out. But I think in mass like this in great numbers, like a lot of folks have not been exposed to him performing live. I don't know when the last time he did that shit was. So like to see an uncle excited about doing some shit that we were all excited to see and to see him like do too much and then it not be successful and then all of us roast him it made me wild uncomfortable yo first of all it was cringeworthy to watch because i was just disappointed that all the people he had in that room just as like a social media person, if you're doing a social media event, somebody on your team should be on the feed. Somebody on your team should be reading the comments. Somebody Agreed. on your team should be like acting as a viewer and making sure that everything is tight. So it made me uncomfortable and sad that all them people, and I, I feel like that with celebrities in general, like, or anybody who's supposed to have a team and somebody just leaves them hanging. Because that just feels like the dark side of fucking like yeah. being a popular person I, that a lot of people like to be around. It's like, yo, nobody in there has your back. You know what I'm saying? It's times when you and me go to like one of our friends events and I'm like, whatever they're doing, I'm checking their social. Or if, you know, does this sound okay? Or what? Just as like a friend in the room. So like nobody there has your back. That because me, I interpret that a whole different way. I'm like, is is it to the point where, first of all, the fact that he hasn't working when it's Rona just tells me that he doesn't. To me, interprets as someone who doesn't care about people right, in ways that you should care yeah. about people. Mm-hmm. He probably has a lot of yes men around him because that's all he can have around him. Like, how do yeah. you have that many people around you and like no one is like doing the things like you said with care, you probably right. do not allow people like that around you. That's, That's a symptom of that. Too. That's what yeah. I saw. That was a symptom of like you thinking you the man and you know everything and you want people around you who are just going to agree mm-hmm. and just agree mm-hmm. and just agree and not be like, yo, like you dead try to blame it on Babyface. Like Babyface, um, he didn't say Babyface, but like, you know, you got to check your sound and it's like, nigga, mm-hmm. nah, that's you. Like, mm-hmm. how are you that delusional or mm. like that? only in your world that you don't even realize all of these other pieces like Mm -hmm. that that doesn't make sense like there's there's people in that room who knew social media there's people who were texting him while this was happening there's people who was texting his team while all of this stuff was happening i feel like he has people around who who can't say this is too much this is wrong you shouldn't run this instagram thing while also streaming this on your website you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that that's too much because of blah 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 blah. i think he can't have people around him like that and that is the result i don't think it's about like people just hanging around or whatever you know like i don't think i don't think it's that these people cannot say to him yo teddy one less person or whatever like you he doesn't even have a team where he as the leader of the team says yo it's like it's it's a pandemic <laughs> it's a pandemic go home to your families like 
fuck out of here. Like, nah, I did not interpret it in that way at all. So that's why I was like, hey, that's what you get. Because <laughs> that's how he leads. That's how he leads. Cringeworthiness aside, it did produce <laughs> a lot of jokes. It yeah, did produce really, a lot of jokes. We still ended up like rallying around and rallying together. It still became a party. The next day, we're still laughing at memes. Like it was, it was a good time. It still created a good time and a good moment. So th- thanks, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> it also fed a lot of other people's content that weekend, um, and good content, I would say. Mm-hmm. Kevin on stage did something really quick too. He was fast. Come on, get it together. We've been on this for an hour. Y'all ain't had nothing. Can you hear me? What's that? Is that me? Is that you? Is that, is that me? Is that you? Who is it? Me? You? I got nothing left. It was like we all were at the same like family reunion or some shit. Facts. Talking about the same Facts. uncle. Like It was funny. I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed the jokes. And it weren't horrible jokes. It wasn't jokes that were like stabs at like Teddy as a like a person you know that specifically was just like stayed about the night the event and that's it Mm -hmm. so yeah i enjoyed it i had a good old time and babyface is smooth as shit he was very smooth (laughs) he is smooth and shady his shade was so cute he's like i'm here by myself i'm social distancing like He peeped the same thing that we peeped. He was like, it's a lot of people in there. Yeah, he didn't say like, that, but like, yeah, yeah, those were the vibes. Like, what is like, this? I'm social distancing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. What what I'm, supp- I'm doing my part. Doing my what part. And he doing? went in there knowing with the confidence, the smooth-ass confidence that, like, I'm going to win. He was definitely on smooth uncle status, smooth uncle yeah. vibes. What I didn't like was Swiss Beats and Timbaland did a live afterwards and Swiss was kind of talking about how you don't need all of that and Teddy Mm -hmm. was doing too much and it just felt like if you were somebody who helped organize it or like this is your shit like like why didn't y'all help them set up you know what I'm saying like let them know like how to get this done since you did so many of these yeah but they kind of did I feel like the reason why that happened like that too is because it was delayed a lot of the talks around a delay was Teddy Riley, how he was like talking about, I want this sound to be like this. And he wanted to think of ways to monetize and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And they're like, we're kind of just doing this for fun. People don't have shit to do. This would be an amazing time in history. Like we're just doing some shit. I'm sure eventually it will turn into a monetized thing. But right now in this moment, we're just trying to have this moment with each other. And Teddy was thinking about the business of it. And that's not the conversation everyone was having yet. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. for Teddy, this was like a something completely different. He was working on a completely different project than what everybody else. (laughs) Everybody else was working for like that was not on the syllabus. Like I don't know what Teddy was doing. Because I do kind of agree with like Swiss could have like been quiet, but he's also a Virgo like me, and we have to say I told you so. And I know he was a part of all the conversations where it was like, that's not that's not what we're doing that's not what this is like literally it's through instagram like we're using our phones people are listening from your speakers to a phone it is Mm -hmm. never gonna sound great but listening through phones teddy (laughs) 
Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. In the moment, you know? I guess without that context, I was like, yo, why are you shading the uncle? I just wanted everyone to stop shading the uncles. Okay. I was, it was just too much. <laughs> and I was in my apartment being an empath and my spirit, my spirit could not take it. I'm feeling everything. I'm feeling all the things. My senses are heightened. And I'm like, these they the uncles are getting roasted. They came out. They don't even talk to us all like this. They came out for a good time. That's true. We're they being intergenerational. And they're out here and they're getting roasted. And Look, this is I'm, too much. I was in my Virgo bag and was like, told you so. And Teddy Riley's a Libra. So he's never going to apologize. He's never going to acknowledge that like he was the person. He was dead serious in a thing like, yo, um. Check your sound to like babyface who was <laughs> like by himself for a while. He didn't in say that for a studio. Long time. No, but why would you ask him to check his sound? You oh have an gosh. orchestra. You have oh an orchestra. Yeah. yeah. And he's in well, the studio just pressing a button. I guess the good thing about it, luckily Tyrese was in the chat and he just, <laughs> you know, he called it. He was like, just throw in the tile. You know, at a certain point, you just have to throw in the tile. The hype man, though, as far as I'm concerned, this is all his fault. It is not there, his fault. Dancing and carrying on, it having the time of his life. Like his help. Fault. Like you sitting there on a bench. Can you check the feed? That was not his job. Can you do some social media cross that was check not his job. management? Can you assist? Hype. Man. His oh job gosh. is to hype. You're right. As I was a just man. looking for somebody to blame other than all of y'all were, and y'all was Teddy mad that they were having excited. a good time and they could hear. Oh, <laughs> That's what furious. it was. I was, y'all was jealous that they could hear and they could do the fucking two steps that you couldn't do because you couldn't hear. I was fucking furious, yo. I honestly, I still did a two step alone. or two. I still did a two step or two. I had Excel. I was like, all right, so there's gonna be feedback. I'm gonna just do the two step to the song that I know this is supposed to be. So that's what I'm going to do. I was just sitting on my bed, shaking my head. I was actually in here talking like, no, no. <laughs> oh, someone fix this. <laughs> fix it. Yo, when Babyface left, I was like, he ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah. He going back Gosh. to his fucking coffin. He ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> well, in light of all of this, it had people thinking about um, some other things that we haven't seen in the versus universe, yeah. some things mm-hmm. that you have mentioned. Yeah. So like, all right. So I think that this probably will become a show or some shit or whatever like that. But while this is happening, it made me think about women in music and like, why isn't there like a versus with women? Like it's, it's just, it's just been men. Mm-hmm. I have little bit seen conversations, but nothing like extensive or anything like that. Right. And I saw a tweet that made me think about Missy. And I'm going to just read the tweet really quickly. I'm going to leave the person anonymous. And the tweet says, it's kind of impossible to find a match for a versus Missy Elliott battle requirements. Able to sing with singing hits. Able to rap with rapping hits. Produce hits for themselves and others. Written hits for themselves and others. I'm drawing a blank on who's successful in all fields. So when I saw this, mm-hmm. I did retweet it because I'm like, yeah. But then I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I disagree I with this whole thing. Then after I was like, nah, that's this is this doesn't make any sense because Missy can have Missy could have battled everybody any, who has any been on the verses any at them. this point because everybody this is, everything on this list is what T Pain does. Yep. Everything on this list. Little John doesn't sing, but like a lot of these verses people produce other people. They produce themselves. They they either sing 
or they also rap they and they write. have hits. They're they're doing and they verses have, they because have they have songs hits specifically for songwriters as well. Like they right. had one it's with Neo and levels. that guy who I don't know who he is, but he's wrote every song that I love right. in my life. So like there's there's many different ways and many different variations. Like you can see the non monolithic pieces in these men and and mm-hmm. doing these things. But like the reason why we're having a hard time finding a, a verses for Missy is because you think the only verses that they should be is another woman, right? And right. that's where you, that's that faulty shit. Like her verses does not have to be another woman. She could have went mm-hmm. against like we said any of these motherfuckers and won that shit. Mm-hmm. And we know that shit, but because we can't find a or we can't think of a woman, then it's then she just can't compete at all. Like what the fuck? Right, right. And I would you say know? honestly, we don't know. You know, her and Timbaland are close friends, so I assume that she's in the conversation or a part of the conversation. So maybe she's turned it down, or maybe it just hasn't. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she hasn't wanted to do it. I don't. I'm just saying that. I guess that that could be a possibility. Yeah, I don't I don't see that as a possibility because the way the ratio works for black women in hip hop and black people in, and black women in the music industry period. I think that they're also thinking that it should be against another woman. Like I'm sure that this is not something that is a vacuum thought. These are the same way mm-hmm. these folks think. That's that's how the mm-hmm. industry, music industry is period. Right. Cuz there's no. ways for us to have verses in ways that's not even about hip hop like right. there were there's R&B like Babyface is predominantly R&B Neo is predominantly R&B the mm-hmm. other guy who sorry I can't remember your name but you created the soundtrack of my 20s right. R&B so there's so many ways that we could have women in this conversation yeah. no, I, and we're I agree not with you. doing it the only point I guess the only point is Mega, I've been in a situation where um, there was going to be a project with Missy and there was going to be a project period and Timbaland was involved and he explicitly said, I'm not doing this without Missy. So I'm just saying just to speak to that, because I know he's involved in this, that it's possible that he's brought it up to her and she didn't want to do it. But I understand what you're saying in terms it's also possible that he is dead to this issue as well. You know what I'm saying? But it just made me think, um, knowing that he's been in a position where he could have proceeded and done something without her and did not. You know, it just made me yeah, think yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that you know. he specifically did that, but Missy is right. still in this industry, and she could right. probably be saying no based on being in this industry that has, I fought a lot for a lot of, like, we acknowledge her, but, like, this, we mm-hmm. erase her work, too. Like, we talk about yeah. her amazing shit yeah. in hip-hop. She's done amazing shit in R&B, and we still act mm-hmm. like that's just some men shit, that all the men write the songs and all of that mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, she lives in this as well so she could be like nah i'm not gonna do it because like she 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 knows she would win this shit yeah. but because she's against a man she might not win in the eyes of the public because of the way people mm-hmm. are and the way that we right. see women right. especially knows, black women. right that's true and who knows who they're suggesting if it has come up this is all speculation who knows who they've suggested that she battle with you yeah. know what i'm saying it might be like why would you suggest this meathead we're not even on the same level you know? yes like what you yeah know? so that's just just really disappointing, like fucked up. We need justice. We need justice. Okay? That's what we I need. Agree. We need justice. Because no, Missy has done way too much fucking work mm-hmm. and has been humble in her work as well. Like as a as a human being and not, you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And for y'all to not be like 
giving Missy her props, like in all and all the areas and production and writing and being a rapper and the R and B space, all of that. Missy has changed her R and B even sounds. Mm-hmm. But no one like one does. Nobody puts her in these conversations. It gets right. on my fucking nerves. It's upsetting me and my homegirls. Like, is. nah. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Give Missy her shit. I agree. Give Missy her shit. And on top of that, they're all different women in music that could do a verses. Mm-hmm. You know, so many, so many. So there were there are writing teams. There are singers. Which you call is a good writer, even down. though she's a five G um, truther. Who Carrie Hilson? Yeah, she's a good. She's a really good songwriter. Like a mm-hmm. lot of the Beyonce songs we love, she wrote them shit. Mm. You know, she shouldn't talk bad about her. So yeah, that ain't gonna. <laughs> she kind of erased herself from this whole this whole conversation. This is probably the, the only fact, time she'll no. be brought up. But the thing that annoys somebody me tell too, Carrie Hilson that somebody mentioned her in a favorable light. This is probably the only cookie <laughs> that she'll get this quarter. Oh gosh! But another thing that makes me upset is that we allowed a white man in the space. Like we allow Scott Storch mm. just to just nearly just to skip his way all up in the shit because mm-hmm. it's okay for this white man to be in a space in his way and, and and just you know do his damn thing. And we like can't think of we can't even think of women. Like, mm-hmm. Missy's great and amazing. We can't even think of anyone outside of Missy. We can only think of Missy's. Right. You know, uh, And it's Scott Storks, but his, he, I don't know. I, he, I don't know how to even say that. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you for stopping yourself short. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he could just, like, skip in the room and, like, play his beats. And it's like, yes, yes, you know, and go against Manny Fresh. Like, no, you don't have the right. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. You're a white man. Okay? No. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> On top of a, like, oh, instead of a black woman? Like, nah. Right. You can't even think of a black woman? No. Right. Fuck out of right. here. Nah. You're right. Just right. Uh, okay. Did we cover everything on this? Yeah, I think we could throw in a towel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're throwing the tile. We did a motherfucking show. We did enough. We did a show. Be sure to follow us on the show meets. We are on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook. Just search for us there. Send us T mail at T with Queen J at gmail dot com. Check out our website. Send us to the donation, teawithqueenandj.com. Um, follow our personal social media. I am at the Queen Speaks with an underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Jay, tell them yours. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> 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 I am Jenny CF on Twitter and Instagram. That's J A N I C I A F. The F is for. Go fuck yourself. No, it's not. Whatever. I don't know what alphabet. Or savings. Or savings. What hashtag are you fucking with this week? I'm just going to say hashtag black good times. Because regardless of what happened, we had a black ass good time the other day together. So hashtag Mm -hmm. black good times. Okay. I'm going to say hashtag black ass joy to piggyback on that. I like that. All Mm -hmm. right. Good shit. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia. T with Queen and J. We turn up responsibly. Ow. Ow.
Hello there. Good evening. Time for a little one-on-one with me and you. Okay. Uh, are you listening? You stop being so hard on yourself. Stop doing that. You're doing the very best that you can. Yes. So stop being hard on yourself. You got to take things one day at a time, day by day, step by step. You can't expect things to just happen overnight. But look at you now compared to when you were at your worst or when you were just beginning or when you just didn't understand. You're better than that now. You've made progress. So stop beating yourself up thinking that you haven't. You have. All right? Honey, Rome won't built in a day. And baby, everything that you want ain't going to happen overnight. But it will happen if you keep going. So take it easy on yourself. You're doing great. I love you.